1: want to learn how to be an entrepreneur,
2: you are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations, willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing, Through interesting, practical, and thought provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25 year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran.
3: Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran. And today, my guest is Kristen Bauer, who is the founder and CEO of Nourish, uh, which is which is a really interesting product, and I'm excited to talk to Kristen. Welcome, Kristen.
4: Hi, Dush. Thank you so much for having me.
3: It's an absolute pleasure. So right off the bat, let's dive right in. Uh, what is Nourish? And that is spelled N-O-U-R-I-S-H-E. So what is it?
4: Well, we are an organic, we're actually USDA certified, organic, vegan, holistic skincare brand, and we offer ourselves as an alternative to skincare products. Uh, We don't have any fillers or preservatives in our products, just made completely out of plants. And we really like to teach our customers how to use the power of plants and also connect with their own natural skincare processes using, you know, face washing techniques and using their own hands to have the most beautiful skin that they can have on their own.
3: Wonderful. And what what caused you to start this? I mean, were, were, did you have a bad experience with commercial brands and did you find that they were harsh um, and, and did you feel like you needed to make a change or was this, uh, did you see this as a as a gap in the market that you needed to fill?
4: Well, I actually have an interesting skincare journey. I've been in skincare now for 22 years and I worked in the plastic surgery industry before I was working holistic. I actually was studying DNA repair therapies and telomerase work for burn victims. And so I was, very, I was very well connected to how the pharmaceutical industry works within skincare and working with plastic and reconstructive surgeons. And it's interesting because at the same time, I was doing some healing work for myself with some medical issues that I had struggled with as a child. And I began to study some very strong plant therapies from indigenous healers in Peru. And I found that the plants were way more potent than I had ever understood, understood. So I was kind of unexpectedly at the time cured of infertility with the plants that I was using in the jungle. And when I got pregnant in 2010, I wanted to really make sure that I was doing the best for the baby. And so I got some books on how to eat when you're pregnant and how to take care of yourself. And in there was a chapter on personal care products which was something that in my whole history of working in skincare, I'd never really stopped and thought about the effects of all of these ingredients that we were using in our skincare products we were sending our clients home with, in the chemical peels we were doing in the office and things like that. And so I was already making products at that time and I had developed a line of chemical peels. So I was good at reading ingredient lists and I thought I was a really organic and kind of healthy person at that time. I was already shopping at Whole Foods, so I figured that was good. And I went and I read the ingredients on my shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, body wash, Uh, toothpaste, all of the skincare products that I was using on myself. And I realized that before nine o'clock in the morning, I was putting 383 chemicals on my body. So I had a great bathroom purge. (laughs) I got rid of pretty much everything that I had. And I started looking for personal care products and especially skincare products that were going to be really powerful and effective. And I really didn't see anything on the market that could compare to what I had been using. And I went to work that following week, I started working on my clients and I felt that in good conscience, I actually didn't want to continue burning people's skin off for the sake of beauty and using lots of chemicals all over them. When I really began to understand the toxic side effects of a lot of these chemicals. And so without seeing anything on the market that was going to be comparable to the types of products that I had been using. I started studying this form of herbalism that I had seen in the jungle with these indigenous communities where they really communicate with the plants in a different way than we did say within traditional herbalism here and I turned my kitchen into a research and development lab and I started working with all these new techniques formulating skincare products that have now become just as effective as the things that I was using on my clients back then. And I was able to convert my entire skincare practice from pharmaceutical and chemical based to completely organic and vegan and following these holistic principles to teach people how to really nourish and understand their skin from this whole new perspective of self-care as well.
3: Wonderful. Now, um... Obviously, it's 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 very clear that what you're creating is something that is of huge value, um, and you know it makes sense that harsh chemicals are harmful not just to the the, the body uh, but also harmful to the environment uh in fact most of these chemicals are derived from petrochemicals um and so it's it's pretty rough on the environment you know you've got cfc's that are released when people use hair sprays and things of that nature so why is it that uh the large cosmetic companies and the large uh, consumer packaged goods companies haven't gone that route why have they stayed with using harsh chemicals
4: well I think that for them, it's just easier to stay in what they know works for them. And, you know, maybe they haven't yet woken up to the effects of the environment or the effects of their health. Or, you know, nature really doesn't play a big part or a big role in how they look at not just the products that they're making, but in their brand and in their company. And some of the things that happen in the market for instance, water, most skincare products, if you look at the ingredients, the first ingredient that they have in there is water.
1: Uh And
4: your skin is an oily organ and your skin actually requires oil to take in nutrition. And also because your skin is a backup excretory organ, it's expelling waste, especially from your liver, your large intestines and your lungs. So oil has that that process happen very gracefully. So the in and out is necessary for skin health and for body health. And when you use water in your products, so it will make the product look like you're getting a lot more than the actual raw materials in there that are necessary for nutrition. And so, when we make our products, we don't put, except for our soaps, because that's part of the handmade soap making process, but our creams and our serums and our balms, they are all made without water. We literally only put plants in our products. And I think that one of the things that we stand for as a brand is to really support. I have these nine very powerful philosophies and formulas that I've put together. And they, I, I would love that other skincare brands and other healthcare brands and personal care brands follow some of these philosophies because I think that it's nice that we stand out as a brand in the products that we make and the power that they have for skincare. But I think more importantly, it will be really nice for other brands to adopt some of these philosophies so that as a whole, like you said, and I think it's so fantastic that you're aware of these things, we're not using petrochemicals and other products that the byproduct has a toxic effect also on nature. We feel like we take our products from the earth, our raw materials, right? All our flowers and our roots and our herbs. And it's important that to create balance and harmony in the equation, we're also doing something that gives back to the planet. And that keeps everything really fair for us.
3: Right now, um, while I agree with you that for the large brands, um, you know, the environment or um, not using chemicals, using plant-based materials is probably not a major part of their brand. um, I'm sure, you know, from a marketing perspective, it certainly would be attractive because that is becoming more and more Uh, something that people are conscious of they're conscious of uh, the kinds of products that they're using the chemicals and if in general if you look at the label of the ingredients and if you can't pronounce half the ingredients then it's probably not good for you Um, and that's that people are starting to discover very quickly Um, so it would appear to be a smart idea for um Large brands to to go in that direction, but perhaps that creates an opportunity for you, uh, where at some point, um, you know, if if uh, Revlon were to come to you and say, "Hey, we'd like to buy Nourish," um, you might you might consider that a good opportunity.
4: Absolutely. As long as they would keep our basic philosophy and formulas and stay true to the things that are important to our brand, then definitely I would love to support a big brands like Revlon and help educate and shift these huge companies that have such a large imprint, um, especially a global imprint, I would love to, to be part of something where, you know, they're kind of the forerunner in in supporting you know how, how we treat our customers because of the good products that we're giving them and also how we take care of the planet. You know, The idea is that one day we're gonna be gone and our kids and our grandkids are gonna be here and we wanna make sure that we leave this world as good a place as possible for them.
3: Absolutely. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Kristen Bauer. Stick around, we'll be right back.
2: You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran.
3: Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Kristen Bauer, who is the CEO and founder of Nourish, uh, which is an all organic skincare line. Um, so Kristen, before the break, we were talking about, you know, what Nourish is and how um, what your mission is and what your philosophy is, and that's that's uh, great, wonderful, and I'm I'm s- certain that you'll find a very large market if you haven't already. So another thing that concerns a lot of people nowadays is um, animal testing. You know where uh, products, especially skincare and cosmetic products, are tested on animals uh, to make sure that they are harmful. Um, Are your products tested on animals? And what are your thoughts about that?
4: Definitely not. We actually are certified with PETA and Leaping Bunny to verify that none of our raw materials and none of our finished products or anything that's part of our our brand or our company is tested on animals. We joke in the company that we test all of our products on our best friends. (laughs) So. It is important that we consider, and I've done some research on it before, and it is really shocking to see how many companies still use animal testing in their in their processing. And even though now we have alternatives um, for companies that do need to do some kind of testing, they don't have to test on live animals anymore and yet it's still something that's done really largely in the cosmetic industry and we just want to make sure that there's no cruelty in any of our processes and you know we want to be earth friendly That our products are also vegan so we don't use any we don't use any products that come from animals or raw materials from animals either
3: wonderful so let's let's turn a little bit to um your 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 business itself Um, it's certainly I mean everything that you've described sounds absolutely amazing now in the information that uh, that I got um, it said that you still formulate your products at home in your kitchen is that is that right
4: no that that was just my research and development phase I actually we have a we have a manufacturing company which is USDA certified organic, and we move all of our products there. So we nice. own the manufacturing company, and and we so we're not outsourcing anything. Everything is done by us.
3: Wonderful. That that's great. So when you when you started the uh, started the business and started Nourish, um, you know I'm sure you met with uh, a lot of opposition, both from you know, your friends and family that, that probably said, you know, this is crazy. There's so many other manufacturers, you know, there's, there's Maybelline and there's um, Revlon and so on and so forth. Why would you do this? Um, Did that happen or was mostly everyone supportive of your mission?
4: There were definitely some people that thought it was going to be as, As far as the business and financial reasons, that it was not a good idea to take all of this on on my own. Um, But some of the really important philosophies of our company aren't done in traditional manufacturing. So, you know, it wasn't going to be possible for us to find anybody else that could make products the way I wanted to be made. We do things um, like we encode DNA repair and other healing frequencies into the product so that the product is in harmonic resonance when it's made. We use um, sacred sacred geometrical math in the formulation and also the construction and the design of each product. We use whole plant complexes. So instead of these extraction phases where we're taking out different parts of the plant, and then only using the vitamin that we want from that plant where, and then discarding the rest of the plant, we actually use whole plant complexes in our entire formulation. And um, then those things are things that typically aren't done and wouldn't be able to be followed within a traditional manufacturing space. And so it was really important. The things, these are the things that set the brand apart and they make the product so powerful. And so if we were going to have products that were going to compete with these powerful skincare brands made with lots of chemicals, we were going to really have to have a strong foundation and make powerful and good product. And so we would need to have our own manufacturing company to do that. And I think that the value that that gives is that in the future, we could also manufacture for somebody else.
3: Great. And so... When you when you got started, um, obviously you know creating um, products like this um, in a in a manufacturing plant, that's not a a, a casual endeavor that you take on. So um, how did you how did you finance the business? Did you find venture capital or did you basically do bootstrap it yourself with investments from family and friends? How did that? because that's something that would be of interest to uh, a lot of our listeners who are business owners, you know, trying to get new ideas off the ground. They have business ideas, they want to get started, but financing is usually a challenge. So it's always it's always nice to hear from someone who's already done it to get some thoughts on how they did it.
4: Yeah, that's a great question. So <laughs> I did quite a bit of bootstrapping on my own for a little while. And then when I got the research and development complete. And I felt like the product was really stable. And I had been, you know, using the product in the market for a couple of years and tweaked everything so that that I knew that the product was really ready to sell and that we needed the big investment of money to move forward. I was actually really very fortunate because I had you've been using the products on my clients and i had been taking them from botox and fillers and plastic surgery and now doing all of this natural work with them and they were seeing phenomenal results they were seeing their brown spots go away and their lines and their acne and their wrinkles and their skin was looking beautiful and they were feeling great about the process there was already a really big buzz around the company So fortunately, I had a couple of investors that had approached me and said that they would love to be part of the brand if I ever felt the calling. And so one of them, I really felt a good vibe with, I felt good energy. And so we began, you know, conversation to see if it was going to be appropriate for us to work together. And I was able to see invested in the company. And um, so she now owns half the company with me. And then also we were able to get a loan from her husband for the residual amount of money that we needed. And that has been really easy and perfect for us. And I feel like it was because I was so clear on my mission and my vision, and I was not willing to compromise that it was almost like the universe aligned to have the perfect situation in place for this uncompromised vision to happen. So I feel I feel really lucky. I think definitely it's probably can be a stressful part of the process and I'm happy that it was not that stressful for me.
3: Wonderful. That's that's great and it's truly rare that you have an opportunity to have a business partner come in that's uh that You know helps finance the operation and everything goes smoothly because there are a lot of companies uh, a lot of young entrepreneurs people who just started a business uh, struggle to find financing especially from i mean money is not hard to find but money from the right people that can be strategic investors that can help you uh navigate you know, complex decisions and help open doors for you, that's rare and that's, you're truly fortunate and good for you. And I'm, that's, that's a very, very good thing. Um, Just in the next couple of minutes, um, we have just a couple of minutes for this uh, segment. Um, So in, in creating this brand, uh, how are you looking at um, taking the product to market? I mean, is it, uh, direct, or do you do you sell through retailers, um, and how has that been a challenge finding shelf space on uh, retailers? Do you sell through Sephora and um, Ulta Beauty and so on, or how do you do it?
4: So one struggle that we had with launching the product is that we took about two years to rebrand the company and to have a launch prepared, which was supposed to be for March of 2020. And this was going to be focused on a wholesale launch. I really love education and teaching. And so I was planning on traveling all around the U.S. and Hawaii And I was going to be offering classes, educational classes, launch parties to all of the different companies that wanted to start selling our product and do training staff trainings for them as well. So with COVID, (laughs) there was no traveling around the country and launching the products. So we just patiently sat back and regrouped and we restructured for basically we're doing a, an, you know, an internet launch. And so we are right now about to launch a brand new website and we have a really great PR team. Who's been supporting us. Um, We've been featured by, we're just about to be featured on the today show. We've been featured by celebrity makeup artists, I've done a lot of IG lives. Um, I have a couple of A-list celebrities that are interested in checking out the products and potentially talking about it. We have been featured with LA Weekly in Travel and Leisure Magazine. We just won five awards on an international beauty shortlist. And so we are really in this phase now where we're kind of, attempting our second launch, we do sell the products currently through our website and on Amazon, which has supported us through this whole time. So, you know, as far as, you know, growing happens, sometimes there's some growing pains and that was a little bit of a growing pain for us, but I feel all in all, we again have been really lucky throughout this whole journey and we are, we're still doing really well. And I feel that over the next, you know, over this year, as we launch the brand and more people start to hear about our philosophies and formulas and our practice of redefined beauty and trying the products that that everything will grow very nicely.
3: Beautiful. Great. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Kristen Bauer. Stick around. We'll be right back.
2: Stay tuned for more of the entrepreneur effect when we return.
5: Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors.
2: You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran
3: welcome back. This is Dershwam Chandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Kristen Bauer, who is the founder and CEO of Nourish, a line of organic, vegan, completely natural skincare products. Um, so, Kristen, before the break, we were talking about how you how you launched, and you know how you how you put financing together for the company, uh, and that that was all. You know, very informed and very helpful for our listeners. Um, now what about what about um, how you take the product to market? I mean, are you planning to sell through retailers, sell it directly? I don't you may you may not have answered that.
4: Oh yeah. So yes, we are we are going direct to market and then we will be launching with retailers. I think some retailers right now, just due to the current situation with COVID, are taking some time to bring new brands into their businesses. So we'll we'll focus on direct market for now and then in the next couple months we have retailers that are interested in selling the product and we have spas, salons, um, we do have some plastic surgeons and dermatologists who will be selling the product, um, boutiques, hotels, And then we'll be growing into as we get more credibility within the market, um, we can offer the product at larger stores like Sephora and places like that.
3: Wonderful. Now, I'm sure there are um, plenty of our listeners who would be interested to try the product, especially because um, it's so intriguing the idea. It's completely plant based, there's no chemicals of any kind, and it's uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't harm you in any way. Um, is there is there a way by which our listeners might be able to try the product and see if it's right for them and, and get on the Nourish bandwagon?
4: Yes, absolutely. I think that we, I don't know if it's possible on your end, but we could do a giveaway. Maybe if we want to pick uh, somehow, like, 20 of your listeners that could win a free product to try, we'd be more than happy to send those out and, you know, support your community and connecting with our community.
3: Absolutely. The easiest way to do that would be if you were to provide an email, um, then the first 20 people that are listening right now, if they would send you an email with uh, entrepreneur effect in the subject line. You would know that they came from us, um, and the first twenty people get a free, um, free package of uh, products to try out. Does that sound like a reasonable way to go about it?
4: Yeah, that's perfect. Should I give you our email now? Please do. So love. L-O-V-E at Norish and as in Nancy ourishe organics.com.
3: Wonderful. So that is love at nouresorganics.com. N-O-U-R-I-S-H-E-O-R-G-A-N-I-C-S dot Love at norishorganics.com. The first 20 listeners who get on. And I'd I'd jump on it because this is something that's uh, really, really exciting. So I'm sure a lot of our, uh, certainly one half of our audience that's uh, women would would probably be jumping on. Uh, And I I say the guys shouldn't be far behind either because skincare is important for everyone. Um, You know, so I'd say jump on it. Uh, Love at nourishorganics.com and the first 20, get a nice package of... Uh, products to try out that's wonderful and um, if if people want to engage with you directly you have social media perhaps you know that's that's a good way by which people can you know become familiar with the brand and get to know your company and your philosophy and so on so where should they where should they go how should they connect with you uh, through social media what's the best way to do that
4: Yes, yeah, so our Instagram is Narish and O-U-R-I-S-H-E. And then we also have Facebook, which is also nourish. And those are the two best uh ways just to kind of follow along our products and our stories and a lot of the educational pieces that I offer. And just be able to, you know, look at this new. Uh, position that we have in the skincare world and also the beauty world at sharing, sharing the plants and sharing some of the teachings that we have.
3: Wonderful. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for your time. This has been an absolute pleasure. And uh, I'm sure our listeners will be sending in to to um, request a, a sample package. And um once, once you hit uh, all the big stores and you launch more products, come back and see us. We'd love, to, we'd love to feature you again.
4: Yeah, that would be perfect. It would be so nice to talk to you.
3: Wonderful. Kristen, thank you so much.
4: Thank you. Have a wonderful day.